Welcome to the Root of Power podcast, where I teach you how to chase your joy, find alignment, and create a life and a business that you love using actionable methods, interviews, and inspiring stories from people who know that true freedom is found within. I'm your host, your always hype woman and sometimes ass kicker, Amanda Chills, and I am so proud of you for choosing to step into your power. Come along, we've got dreams to build. Okay, my love, I have put everything that I offer for free on one page so that we are not doing more work than we have to because why would we do that? Hashtag work smarter, not harder. So livemyhappyhealth.com slash free. You are going to find everything I've created for not only leveling up in your personal life and building a life that you love, but leveling up in your business life and building a business that you love. Okay livemyhappyhealth.com slash free. Love you. Hello, hello. We have got a podcast, I want to say specifically for entrepreneurs, but I actually think regular people, like non-entrepreneurs, can also benefit from concepts of branding and applying it to their personal life. So Mm -hmm. I'm excited for this conversation. So we have got Tanya Grant with us, a brand specialist, founder, owner, CEO of TNG Designs, which is a multi, you say multi-discipline. I like to say multi-passionate group. Oh, I like um, that. I'm changing it up. Multi-talented group. Yes, I like that. I'm going to change it up to suit that. I think. <laughs> Feel free to steal that. New yeah. branding. <laughs> you are welcome. Um, Hi, welcome. Ooh. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for having me on this podcast. everything i'm super excited for this conversation that we're about to have um yeah i think all of what we've got to discuss i think there's just a lot to be said about what we need to talk about and just equally uh, the idea of awareness building awareness building visibility building all of the goodness of what it is that you're about that people are about always needs Mm -hmm. to be talked of and yeah i'm super excited okay okay i already have thoughts swirling in my brain this is so exciting so I cannot tell you how many people I work with who are terrified of being seen. Mm. Terrified. Now, in the therapy realm, it's a trauma response, right? They were safest, especially if you grew up in an abusive household or um, were in an abusive relationship. They were safest or you were ever bullied, like if nobody paid attention to you, if you were quiet, if you were a wallflower, if you could just really be out of sight, out of mind. So then it's very hard, like for those people to speak up, to stand in their truth, to be who they are. That is one of the most I have found to be one of the things people never realize they're terrified of, but are terrified of. And then to translate that into the business realm, where not only do you have to figure out what you stand for, but what does your company stand for? What hills are you willing to die on? Who are you? Yeah. And people are like, oh, what if I just <laughs> was never seen and never heard. And um, I never got on camera and I never had a voice and I just did those things. And there's like avenues for people like that, like dropshipping or shit like that. But I actually think people's magic is in who they are. And as a branding specialist, I can imagine that you're like, Exactly. That's what I help people do. Uh, there we go. Our conversation is done. There we go. Done. done. 
Um, See you guys later. <laughs> next time. Um, but yeah, that's exactly it. Our fear is, I guess, that our plus, our fear is there to protect us to a certain level, right? Because mm. we've experienced so much in the past. We've experienced um, things that have obviously hasn't haven't had worked as as much as we want them to have yeah. worked. Do you know what I mean? And we use those sometimes thinking and we bring them to the future. But we can't bring that to the future because our future is our future. We can use all the things that happened in the past, anything that didn't quite work out, anything that didn't quite um, um, make us what it is that we wanted to be made at that point, use them and bring them to the future, but use them as a lesson, use them as a teaching point. What, what, what didn't work then, but how can I make it work now? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And that, thank you so much. Yeah. And, and exactly that. And, you know, you, you said it touched on a point where, you know, dying on hills. Let's not die on hills. Let's survive on the hills, please. <laughs> you know? That's funny because I actually I actually say die on a hill. Like, pick what you stand for mm. and stay there. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. So not like, you know. Literally. <laughs> so not literally die on a hill. Like, not we have things to do. Yeah. But, like, maybe stake your flag on a hill. But yeah. I'm a little dramatic. So I just say die on a hill. I like that. Your personal brand is dramatic. But you're right, though, to that point, though. Think think what you are good at. And everybody is good at something, even in the low points, even when you feel demotivated, even when you feel like, oh, my gosh, is anything going to work for me? Right. There is something in you that you are very, very good at, you know? And, you know, don't get me wrong. There are times where I feel like either low or feel like, oh, my gosh, what the hell am I doing? Is this even worth it? <laughs> I'm experiencing a little bit of that right now, you know, but at the same time, yes, there is something that is working and that goes for everybody, but we just have to focus in on what that is. And I know, and I get it. Sometimes it's hard to focus, especially when you've got other distractions at you, you know, in front of you. But how do you even overcome that? You know, it's, I think it's a case of just listening to the quiet a little bit. Mm. I actually find a lot of people struggle with being quiet. So I have a very, very good friend who does branding. Mm. Um, she's like one of the coolest people I know. Do you have a friend like that where you're just like, you're so, so cool. So what's that about? Like, you're so pretty and so smart and so funny. And I'm like, I literally hate you. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. You're always cooler than me. I hate you. Um, she lives in Denver. She's a photographer. She's like total badass chick. Like whatever. We hate her. <laughs> We love her. And she actually ends up kind of being like a therapist mm. for these people. Because in order to put yourself out there in a personal life, in a business realm, whatever, you have to be willing to say like, oh, I'm actually afraid people are going to know this about me. And that's my daughter. <laughs> girl. Um, and that... I don't know that I want to put that out into the world. And that's like the magic. Mm-hmm. Like that's actually what you need to put out. Like the parts of you that you think are broken, that you think people are going to make fun of. Like, yeah, maybe some asshole on the internet is going to make fun of you. But for like every clown, there's a hundred people who are like me, me, me too. Yes. Yes. And it's like, like that part again. Yeah, exactly. It's, that. it's exactly. such a courage space. And I wonder if that's something that you experience too is like, when you're doing this work, you're uncovering a lot of wounds 
Business is therapy. The long and short of it yeah. is therapy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It, um, yeah. it allows you to be vulnerable in the points where you, you don't think you should be vulnerable, but no, mm-hmm. you have to be vulnerable. And you're going like, to say everything yeah. you've ever had. Yeah, because people people resonate with that. I literally mm-hmm. um, shared a post today and it was talking about the idea of women empowerment. It was just like a whole ads campaign for um, a recruitment agency called Indeed over here. I think it's over here only. I'm not sure if it's There's one in the US. It's like a, oh, not yeah. a recruitment agency, but like a job post. Okay, yeah. So similar, yeah. similar type of thing, right? So the campaign that it put out was talking about um, equal pay for women. Mm-hmm. But when I tell you like the graphics that we use were super simple and mm-hmm. it's all sort of, the idea of commonality so I sort of said you know what this is a really cool example of how commonality can really resonate with so many people so if you can get commonality simplicity relativity familiarity all in one campaign wrapped up in a really cool parcel then that's amazing and literally the ads the images that were used were like imagine like an ice lolly right a chocolate ice lolly and like a um what is an ice lolly like a popsicle there we go, popsicle. Okay. <laughs> like, no, like, English versus, yeah, English language versus lolly. the American language. I know, yeah. So we call it ice lolly popsicle, yes. <laughs> so imagine just taking a little bite out of it and then selling mm-hmm. that, selling that um, popsicle with a yeah. bite. Yeah, we can it. say ice lolly. It's okay. We can okay. adjust. <laughs> <laughs> I'm conscious now. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, and then you know things like that even like a burger a little bite has been taken out of it but Mm -hmm. selling that burger with the bite taken out of it you're not getting the whole thing yeah but it's still getting the idea of the value you know there's the value of what is the burger you know but you're still trying to sell a part of it but not the whole Mm -hmm. thing so the whole concept was the around the idea of where women don't necessarily get paid the whole package Mm, okay deliver the entirety of it with a lesser pay it doesn't make sense yeah it was just really cool to see it and um just concepts like that I love seeing I love seeing it but my whole point to that that whole concept and campaign was the idea of commonality Mm -hmm. what is that commonality um part you know especially when you're sharing what's going on with you you get to be on a bit of a level playing field with your audience, with your clients, with mm-hmm. your prospects, whoever's listening to you or coming across and, you know, stopping at your post. Yeah. And they will stop because you've got something that resonates with them, you know? So what is branding? That's a, a beautiful question. <laughs> I don't know today. Because <laughs> people, you know, people are like, my branding is my logo. And it's like, no. <laughs> There's a fun fact. No, it's not. (laughs) Number one. Number two, two things that you should always know that your branding is not. It is not your logo and it is not your marketing. They are all completely separate. However, they do go hand in hand with each other. They work well together. So I love sort of like describing branding as like this and your logos and your marketing, right? So imagine you see this beautifully big building. That's your business. Okay. The doorway to the building, that's your logo because you're attracted by what that doorway looks like. So that looks cool. Then the minute you open up that doorway and you see all the really cool little intricacies, all the really cool sofas that are super comfortable for whatever reason that is, all the the frames, all the little bits that make you you, that's your branding. 
And then equally, how you came across this building in the first place, you know, whether it's through an advert, whether it's through an email, whether it's through however, word of mouth, that's your marketing. So the journey it took to get there in the first place. So that's kind of the way I always sort of describe it to my clients or prospects when they sort of trying to think about what is branding in general, because there's so many different meanings to what branding is about. People get lost in the words. So yeah. my thought about it was like, let me give you a visual to sort of think mm-hmm. about it. This is my interpretation of it. Yeah, and my, brain, my yeah. brain is going, it's like your business house where you live, mm-hmm. where like your business lives. And it's how you decorate your rooms and yes. the temperature that you keep it at. And do you have plants or not have plants? Like your business house. Yes. And then marketing is like Google Maps. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like how people get yes. To your, like, I live on a highway. Well, they call it a highway here. It's like oh. a two-lane, whatever. But in the country, it's a highway. Um, <laughs> and people can come from, like, my house faces north. So they can come from the east or from the west. If they come from the north or the south, they're coming through my neighbor's houses. So I guess technically you can come through that way, too. But, like, you're trespassing. <laughs> um, you can come my car. You can come on a bike. Like, so that's marketing. Mm-hmm. But, like, my house is branding. So it's like how you're like, if your business was a person, it would be how it lives. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So imagine, yeah, all of that, all of that. It's all the the little, little intricacies, the things that you don't even think about. This, your, your values It's the things that you love. It's the things that makes you, you, to me, it's the personality of what's inside, you know? So what are some of those things for you? And then I'll talk about what I think some of those things are for me so people can maybe get an idea. Because yeah. I feel like it's very abstract. So they're like, yeah. okay, I understand that, but how do I communicate do you that? Then, yeah. So all yeah. those little intricacies, we're going to now turn them into the idea of values, right? Mm-hmm. What is your okay. value? What does it, um, what is it that puts a beautiful smile on your face? You know, what is it that you really love Probably. and make sure? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All the, all the things from that to, you know, all, all of the things that put a smile on your face, you know, and equally it's understanding there's two things. Again, when it comes to um, your values for your business, they're going to be slightly different to the values for yourself, for your personal brand. So your right. personal brand is always about you, obviously, right? What you believe in, your fight, your cause, all that kind of stuff. But your business brand is always about them, your audience. So what is the outcome that you want them to have? What is that mm-hmm. about? Yeah. But can you repeat that? Because that's really good. Yeah. So your personal brand is always about you, your fight, your cause, what it is that you believe in, all that kind of stuff. And your business brand is about them, meaning your audience, your prospects, who it is that you're serving. Yeah. So yeah. So and just understanding that part for one, is game-changing, but two, because your business is yours, a lot of mm-hmm. your values are going to cross over anyway, but they mm-hmm. will have slightly different branches that go off in different directions because of the purpose, and yeah. the purpose is what differentiates the two. So when it comes to your business brand, understanding the value. so for me, it's understanding creativity. I love it when people just have an open mind, you know, an openness, in fact, as well. That's another one for me. Um, another one is the idea of 
not only execution, execution as in action taking, because I love it when people actually listen to what I'm saying and actually go do something with it. You're paying me, do the things that yeah, I'm suggesting. And can you just please just listen? <laughs> Let me help you, please. Right. Because, you know, there are people out here who will be like, Tan, I, you know, I, I thank you for your work, but it's not working. I was like, well, listen, I did what I needed to do. Did you do what you needed to do? Oh, people hate that question. Yes. I'm going to call them out. I'm going to call them out because you know what you should like, yeah, because I, I'm, that's I'm here. yeah. And I'm here to do my, my job for you to do, to help serve you, to get and give you these really cool ideas, but ideas are only going to stay that way if you don't go ahead and implement them. Right. You know, so you're only going to be staying in that little nook if mm-hmm. you don't go out there and actually share it, you right. know? So, yeah. That's what. I, that's my beliefs. <laughs> that's my beliefs. That. So yeah. So do you know Mike Michalowicz? Mike? He wrote um, the Pumpkin Plan and uh, like Clockwork and Fix This Next and oh, Profit no. First. Okay. No. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Look at him. He's fine. I'm, I'm gonna do. Yeah. The Pumpkin you. Plan is one of the hands down one of the best business books I've ever read, and Profit First is a wonderful accounting system for business. Um, don't try and spell his last name. Just write down the book names. I, I like, forget it. Just <laughs> <some> plan. <laughs> so he, in, uh, I think the pumpkin plan talks about having immutable laws. Like mm-hmm. the, essentially these are the hills that your business dies on. Mm-hmm. Um, and he encourages people who like read the book to come up with their laws. And so that sounds like that becomes your branding. So some of like the laws for the private practice, the therapy practice that I have is like people first. Always. We serve our people. Sometimes at a personal cost, but they are always served. Mm. Um, another one is like we dive deep enough to touch the bottom. I'm not here. I call it flushing the toilet. I'm not here to stay on the rim of the bowl with you. Okay. Yeah. We need to flush the toilet. Like yes. we need to go deep. Um, one of ours is like honesty and integrity. So like I literally have on our website, like I don't work with assholes. Mm-hmm. We don't have to. Yes. Push people away. Yeah. Right. But, you don't want to be the worst thing is that out of my chair. Yeah. Like I can't do it. So, so it immediately pulls in. Right. So when I think of branding, I think of like being magnetic and that means both like the right people are like, Oh, hell Yeah. We love you. I have blue hair. I have tattoos. I have a farm. I cuss. Love them. Um, I'm very, very like, you do the work or get out. Like, I am not wasting your time. You will not waste mine. I will stay on the rim with you for a little while if that's what it calls for. But eventually, we got to flush the toilet. Like, mm-hmm. we got to go deep, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the wrong people who were like, she's unprofessional because she cusses. I can't. So I live in like the South, um, which can be very conservative. Uh, Yay, Bible Belt. Um, I can't tell you. I can't tell you the number of times people have given me feedback that like they think I'm unprofessional because I have colored hair. And I'm like, my hair has uh, nothing to do with my job. Like as a woman of color, right? Like natural hair. That's yes. a huge I don't it's know if it's like the, it's a fight that still happens, would you believe? In this right. Day? And I don't know how like prevalent it is in the UK, but it's still very prevalent in the US. Like some states just passed a law where like you can't discriminate against natural hair. And it's like, wow, where the fuck do we like what? Sorry. 
It's not fine. Mm-hmm. Stupid. But <laughs> so like the wrong people who were like, well, I can't listen to you because your hair is too loud. Good. Don't come see me. Like I'm happy to refer you to literally anyone because I'm not for you. So that becomes a beautiful thing because it, it like filters the wrong people automatically. So for you, if you're like, I'm going to call you out, if you're not integrating what you're paying me to do for you. Yes. Yeah. That makes no sense. Someone who doesn't want to be called out is like, well, I'm just going to work. I'm just going to hire someone to do a logo and to bring my colors. And then I never actually have to implement them. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well then I'm not for you. So Mm -hmm. it like filters people out and does so much of the work for you. Mm -hmm. But if you're not clear on those things, it's like everything gets really muddy. And then you're like, why do I hate all my clients? And it's like, well, you're not repelling the right people and you're not attracting the right people. Yeah. And do you know what, to that point as well, sometimes if you find that a strategy has worked for you in the past, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes that same strategy isn't always going to continue working you might need to tweak things a little bit, you know? So you might need to make adjustments. You might need to change. (laughs) And some people are so super stuck in their ways that they don't want to make the change. Yeah, but it worked then. I was like, yeah, but this is now, (laughs) you know? How about you try a little something different? Because if you don't, well, then you're going to keep turning around in that circle. Exactly. You've got to adapt with what's going on, you know? And it's okay to... Um, I guess go back to the drawing board a little. Sometimes every now and then we've got as business owners, as entrepreneurs, we've got to make sure that we are tapping into, wait, what is going on with us? Now that I've grown a little bit further, does this still resonate with what my values stand for and my beliefs yeah. stand for? Is this all still congruent? You know, so many people just think, no, it's, it's, it was like this when I started. It worked then. <laughs> it was all good. Thank you very much. But all right, cool. So what, what, why yeah. are we here? <laughs> what, what and, are we right. and those, those businesses fail yeah, and those people exactly. don't grow. Like even on a personal level, like if you're not willing mm-hmm. to sometimes assess what you're doing, and that's one of the most useful questions I teach people, business clients and like therapy, personal clients is like, is what you're doing even working? Like, mm-hmm. are you happy? Are and you if, happy? Are you happy? And if you're a business, are you profitable? Because we don't want you to be a hobby. We want you to make money. Mm -hmm. So if that's not happening, why? (laughs) Yeah, long and short, why? Why? You know? So, like, it's really funny because when I was going through like therapy school, when I was getting my master's (laughs) therapy school, um, one of the things they teach you, which is so stupid, One is never share personal information. Like, okay, that's dumb. Obviously, I'm not like working through drama with my clients, but like they like to know that I have a farm. I had a turkey living in my shower for a week because he was injured. Like, that's funny. It's a connection. Like, by the way, when you go to the bathroom, there's a turkey. Don't bother him. He's he's our shower bed and breakfast. Yeah. He's really talking about the turkey. It's so good. Um, but they like to know how my day is and I can be honest about that and say, well, you know, like today's a struggle day, but like, here I am, we're showing up, we're doing this thing. Like it's okay. Right. So that's an aside. The second thing is they teach us to never ask why. Mm. And I think that's the most detrimental yes. thing, because if you aren't curious about why things aren't working or why they are working, you can't 
fix them. So like, why do you have the values that you do? Why do you like the customers that you like? Why are you drawn to these colors? Why do you decorate your house in this way? Because then you start to understand your process for these things. And that's just, well, I, I decided. Okay, but why? Mm-hmm. Then we can say, oh, oh, I actually believe this because I actually love working with these types of clients because X, Y, Z. And then your marketing becomes easier. Does that make sense? Like, makes total sense. I love the why. My question yeah. is, tell me all the time I'm like a toddler because I'm like, but why? Why is that? Why the why is important? And I know yeah. um, some people, like one of my colleagues. So, um, aside from the TNG Designs Group Limited, I'm also one of five co-founders for the Queens and Business Club as well. What's known as the Queens and Business Club. Hello, hello. Got to come and join. Come and have a look. You know, it sounds fun. And and you know, just going back to what you were talking about here, presenting and the way you talk as well. You know, you, you'll swear, you'll cuss, whatever. That's what makes you you. And equally, each and every one of us five ladies, we all have different personalities. One lady has like half shaven hair, red afro, you know, it's super cool. Another lady right. will. That's your friend that's way cooler. <laughs> you know, <laughs> cooler than but, I mean, she won't cuss till the cows come home, but she'll equally, you know, she'll swear a bit and whatnot, but it mm-hmm. comes from passion. It's not a case of swearing because you know I feel like swearing right now blah 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 yeah. no it's coming from a place of passion and there mm-hmm. are women in our community who are like they're pastors they're you know they're, they're people in, in the, the sort of religious field and so forth but they know who she is mm-hmm. so they accept her for her mm-hmm. I remember being on um, we have held like a five-day challenge and it was just like a live thing streamed to face group group um, group cool. and every day type of thing and there were a couple of ladies who hadn't it experienced us, but they were part of um, this pastor's um, community. So they mm-hmm. knew that. They were like, right, let me try it out and so forth. And then the, there were the comments, like, you know, to, personally to the pastor, oh, there was that, that language, oh. But my thing is, if you just stopped at the language, then this isn't for you because you didn't hear the message. Don't let the, me- don't let the language in that respect um, cloud what the message is saying you know you've got to receive the message the message will sometimes come come at you in different ways but are you ready to receive it that's the okay, real you just blew my mind with what you just said thank you <laughs> just blew my mind. that is so true mm. don't let the language stop you from receiving the message mm-hmm. yeah yeah you can't you can't let the language in this respect i'm talking you can't Obviously, if, if people are swearing at you, that's a different... No, right, right. Yeah, that's not what I'm saying. But it's it's yeah. swearing in the sense of conversation, in the sense of right. passion, in the sense of but that's even how this. super important this yeah. message is that I'm sharing with you. Can you please right. listen to it, you know? And that goes to, like, biases that people have um, about, like, people who aren't as educated mm-hmm. using... I don't want to say more simple, because that's not the right word, but, like... Well, maybe that that works like using simpler language, like people who don't have in this area where I live, a lot of people, especially older people, don't even have a high school education. Mm -hmm. And those people traditionally are discounted, like people think I'm more of an authority because I have a master's and like, yeah, technically I am. But that doesn't mean that just because I use technical jargon that I'm actually smarter. And I think a lot of people hide behind that. And I think that's a really valuable message either way is like, don't let the language, whether it's highbrow, quote unquote, or lowbrow, like 
whatever term makes sense there, filter out like what people are saying. And, and I think that makes sense too, with like a lot of um, maybe people that like you don't vibe with personally, that doesn't mean that they don't have something that's valuable to you. Like mm-hmm. I don't, um, I don't go to church. I'm not very religious, but there are some pastors, preachers who are so good at what they do. Mm-hmm. They're so good at what they do and their message resonates so hard. Yes. Yeah. Even though that's not really something that I'm very interested in. Mm-hmm. But, but you'll receive it. Yeah, right. So if you're open to receiving, which is what you were saying, oh, I love things tied. This is a really good conversation. Um, like you were saying in the beginning, like if you're open to receiving, you're going to be getting messages all the time. So it's like if your hand is closed, nobody can hand anything to you. But if your hands are just open and you're like, well, I like this one. I'll eat it. <laughs> I don't like this one. I'm going to leave it, but I like the next one. So I'm going to eat that. And you always get to choose which message you receive too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you know why as well? It's because you're finally at that point when you're ready to receive something, re- ready to receive a message. You're finally at that point that you're ready to hear it and take yeah. it on board and to actually do something with it. Because for whatever reason, what you were doing in the past wasn't working. Mm-hmm. And now you're ready to just, Somebody actually said this um, to me a couple of weeks ago. So aside from what I do as well, so I'm also on Clubhouse once a week, by the way, little shameless plug there. So on something that's still live. Fashion, you know, Quip Talk Clubhouse. Um, So myself and my colleague Shim, we had a really cool lady come on and she literally nailed it. It's about letting go. Hmm. you got to let go. (laughs) We've had... I guess in our age group, right? And the the experiences that we've had right now, Mm -hmm. right? They haven't always led to an easy journey. Sometimes they've been a bit rough, but sometimes they've been super happy and sometimes they've been super empowering and lovely Mm -hmm. and amazing, right? But there are those odd occasions where we, in our past, where society has a way of being a little bit of a bully, you know? Mm -hmm. And what does that do? it causes you to play small and feel mm. small and feel like you can't do this, that, and the other, or feel like yeah. that every idea that you, you thought of in the past isn't going to work in the future. Right. But there comes a point where you have to allow yourself to just release it. I always say like, acknowledge it. So then you know how to address it. And once you've addressed it and acknowledged it, you know that how you can then start dealing with it. And then equally, when you know how to start dealing with it, you can start taking action with dealing with it Mm -hmm. because you're now ready to receive whatever's coming into, you know, the palm of your hand that we were just saying about whatever answers are coming to you, you're ready for it, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. So I've been in, I guess, my line of work for, I want to say, well over 19 maybe near 20 years I cannot believe that that's nuts (laughs) congrats thank you thank you but do you know what it wasn't until 20 I think 2019 that I officially registered my business as a limited company yeah (laughs) that part (laughs) because here's the thing so when I first started I was a freelancer graphic designer I graduated from university you know I got my degree yeah 
I didn't know how or where to even go. <laughs> right, get. you're like, what is up? Like, what is now happening? I thought the I'm world was my oyster, but that is clearly not the case. <laughs> you know, that was my oyster, but I don't even know what oysters what is are. going on. <laughs> What's an oyster? What's an oyster? Do you know what I mean? And <laughs> it, it sucks when you hear like other people getting the opportunities that you feel mm. that you should be getting, but they don't necessarily come at that point. Yeah, and to the point, my sort of foot in the door was actually um, eventually a year later, like getting work with people like Topshop and Topman. I know you guys had them over there. Cool. Um, so and working with the Arcadia Group, I know they're no longer about right now, or not right now, but they're no longer about right. So my foot in the door was actually becoming a freelancer, mm-hmm. and I actually started liking this idea of freelancing. I'm going to do this more. So freelancing yeah. for me was the majority of my career. And nice. I probably was only in a full-time job for like a year and a half. And it ended a year and a half. One, because I, I was actually ready to leave. <laughs> but two, <laughs> I actually got... Like, this shit is for the birds. You know, I actually got made fully redundant. And it probably gave me the excuse, you know, that mm-hmm. I needed. <laughs> the yeah. little, you know, pushing in the right direction. But long and short of that, why I was saying to you is because I got to the point where, do you know what, Tan? You need to make what you're doing work a hell of a lot better for you because this isn't it. Yeah. This is not it. (laughs) Which I think is a lot of people's journey into entrepreneurship. Like, yeah, it's not for everyone. And I think I think a lot of business coaches who lack integrity, I think Mm -hmm. a lot of grifter coaches will say like entrepreneurship's the only way to make money. No. And and to be happy and to have freedom. And it's mm-hmm. like that's not true. Mm-hmm. But I do think that friction for some people grows to a point where you're like this is not it. So then this a natural is- next step is entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. I think I get- a lot of people start there. Yeah. And can we just throw in there as well? There's nothing wrong with having um, a job, right? That is nine no. to five. That you got to do what you're doing. Yeah. And I think the point here is that we're talking about is that, do you know what? When you're feeling like where the environment that you're in, again, it's that whole level of congruency, right? If it doesn't match who you are, if it doesn't match your beliefs, your values, which that place was not, it came to that point, right, for me. And to the point where I rediscovered the whole idea of being overworked and then underpaid, you know. Actually, initially within that whole role, my official role actually got made redundant. So I was then on a lesser paying role, but still working twice as hard, actually, you know, connecting with clients. I was the one making sure that we were presenting to clients, presentations were sorted, this and the other. I was sharing beliefs that I don't even feel that the company believed in anymore. Yeah. Like, well, why am I doing this? You don't even want to do it, one. Right. But two, I don't even know if I resonate with this anymore. And three, right. you are stressing me the hell out, <laughs> you know? So I can, my boss is super chill. <laughs> you know, so I'm going to become my own boss again. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Not not to say that I don't stress myself out. Yes, I do. There are many, many days where the conversation with myself is like, Amanda, what you doing? What you doing? Usually it's like, bitch, 
what are you doing? Because <laughs> I'm bad with shiny object syndrome. Yeah. So like right now I'm mulling Ooh, over um, yeah. like a biscuit. Uh, not like cookies, like biscuits for you guys, but you know, like those big southern like biscuits. Oh, lovely! Maybe. Yes, I know. So I want to do those. Mm-hmm. I want to do a biscuit shop. Um, oh, so I'm like no. mulling that over in my brain when my brain doesn't want to work, and yes. I'm like, let me look up biscuit recipes, and I'm like, bitch, do your billing. <laughs> what are you that Right, which is like in a side, right? That has nothing to do with anything other than like entrepreneurship is both drinking from a fire distraction. Yeah. Well, you know, my brain gets bored. So it's like something productive Mm -hmm. that eventually I'll do. And right now I'm just mulling it over. So I'm like going over all the branding in my head. I'm like, what is this place going to look like and feel like? But, you know, sometimes we need little exercises like that just to help us to have a break from the norm. Yeah. Yeah. It's not it's not saying that you're going to start this new business tomorrow. No, it's just giving yourself a break. Yeah. And I think sometimes, you know, to that point we do need to give ourselves a break because we do need to have that little um, breathing space from the job at hand. (laughs) Right. Like so much. Like for me, I mean, there's a period, obviously because of what we experienced in the whole lockdown and everything and during the pandemic, everybody was at home. Right. Mm -hmm. So that meant that not a lot of people left home. They were in their environment. For me, like a day out was going to the living room or, you know, <laughs> going to another room. Going <laughs> out to the mailbox. Yay. <laughs> but, you know, over time, you get stuck into little habits. Yeah, And yeah. there'll be periods like, obviously now everything is, I say everything, to a certain more extent, we're a bit more freer in some senses, yeah. right? We can go out and do what we need to do now. Mm-hmm. But I found myself, like, I'll be in this house like in at the computer and be like tan did you actually leave the house today <laughs> uh mm, not no. yet not yet yeah but it's <laughs> like near midnight so you know you just open the door to be, yeah that's enough thank you <laughs> so i actually got right. really lucky with that because i live on a farm Mm. so we were outside so even like during the height of the pandemic we Mm. so I do sessions outside which is one of the things that is in my brand we do sessions on a farm I get yelled at by roosters all day long we have turkeys that I have one turkey named Ruckus whose life I love that her singular goal in life is to cause chaos nice that's all she does she steals people's keys she tries to eat their pants She's just an agent of chaos. Now, Ruckus is now part of my brand because she's insane. I'm glad you said that because you know what? Do you have you do you follow Knucklebump Farms? No. If what you don't, that? you need to. Okay. It's in, Knucklebump? They're based in, I want to say, actually, Florida. I oh, Florida been. is its own brand. Yeah, hello. Florida is its own. I'm from Florida. Florida is oh, its own cool. planet. I have family in Florida. I, have, oh, but I freaking love Floridians. Like, they are literally, like, like you know how Australia is insane because they just shipped a bunch of people there and, like, isolated them? That's Florida. They're, like, taking all the criminals here, and it's okay. Melting pot of hilariousness. Yeah. Oh, my um, God. Florida is... Yeah, no, so, I'm actually going to have a biscuit called the Florida Man. Excellent. You know how that's like in the news, like the Florida man, and it's always a Florida yeah. man thing, and it's gonna be like Gator Tail. Um, I love that. Crazy on it, yeah. It's gonna be really fun. So we're gonna do a Florida man biscuit. 
You're gonna do and like I, a swamp thing one. You gotta do something. It has to. Be oh my fun. god, the swamp thing. <gasps> that yes. would be really fun. It could be like collard greens and. Me. I don't know if that'd be good on biscuit, but I will I think about like, it. Look at look at it's ridiculous. See, one person going off. Don't on one. <laughs> this is what happens. Right. <laughs> you guys have a good biscuit name. Like send them to me on Instagram. I'm not joking. My sister sends them to me all the time, and I keep a running list. Like I'll tell you though, we're gonna do a Dolly Parton, and I swear to God, if she comes into the restaurant, I will literally drop dead. We're gonna do eggs Benedict, so it looks like boobs. <laughs> it's gonna be so fun. It really has to. I'm listen. As soon as you open this place, can you just please let me know? Oh, okay. give me like two years and I'm freaking opening it. It's going to be so fun. I will help you with the branding because, you know, you're going to have your hands oh, full yeah, so I'll help you out. No if worries. I don't hire Elise, though, she'll kill me. But like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we can work together because it sounds like okay. it's going to be a big yeah, job. Even more fun. <laughs> even more fun. So I don't even remember what we were talking about now. We got on to Florida. So the whole farm thing where you're talking about your rooster. Oh, thank you. So the reason why I mentioned about Knuckle Bump Farm. So basically this lady who runs her own farm as well. She has an emu that is forever. Oh, Karen. Yes. I Do you almost know got an emu a couple years ago. Wow. Almost got a paired of two years ago, but we didn't have the fencing for them. Wow. And I thought they would kill our horses. Oh, yeah. So we didn't get them. But, oh my God, no, I've, I love Karen. So, so one of the things that I think branding does, and correct me if I'm wrong, is it like reminds people of you. Yes, that's okay. what I'm saying. Like you having your rooster, that's I love the fact that you've made your rooster part of your brand. Yeah, unintentionally because they live on the farm and they scream all day long into the void. Like so, it's actually really cute. Like so, we have um, so we have turkeys as well. We have like seven turkeys right now, and we have a mama turkey that has baby chickens. Mm. Uh, she like was sitting on turkey eggs; they got eaten, so she like stole. A chicken egg nest and she was like these are my children now it's fine um but people people love the most shit that i would never think of like i didn't get the turkeys because i was like people are gonna love these turkeys we just didn't have a turkey so i got my dad one and then now we have more turkeys because he and i are impossible for getting animals and just bring them home fine it's fine my poor mother it's the farm, <laughs> it's the farm. like i got our first two horses i didn't even tell them um, my parents live on the same property and they can all so these random horses are now here. <laughs> they were just in the field, and my mom was like, Well, those aren't cows. And I was like, Surprise, we have two horses. It's a party. Um, so like the turkeys are part of the brand. So like if someone says, especially if we laugh, they go, bloom, bloom, bloom. So a client of mine calls them the Amen Squad. Excellent. So they have now become the Amen Squad. And the roosters are part of it. So people think of, people see chickens and they go, oh, I thought of you. I, I saw a chicken or, you know, whatever. And I'm just like, oh, my brain is getting screwed out by birds. This is great. But no. it is. And it is what? what it is. It's okay. <laughs> it is. Sometimes you got to go with it and listen to what other people are saying. Whatever. Yeah. So your branding can be something that you choose or mm. something that kind of unintentionally people associate with you. Yeah. But it becomes anchors. So I said farm and you went, oh, that woman. Yes. The, yes. the evil Karen, which is hilarious, by the way. Like, yeah. That's my, my favorite. He's my favorite now. It was it Emilio Todd Lopez. <laughs> is it Emilio? I'm just named him Emilio. I don't think it's Emilio. No, the 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 bird, the one that yeah. attached her all the time is named Karen. You know how that's like the Karen meme? At least in the US, it's like a, can I let me speak to your manager? 
Um, yes. Sorry. So yes. her name is Karen. And then there's a mate, but I honestly can't tell you her name. And then I know she has like a stupid llama named Michael. <laughs> so it's like, you just, you want people to remember shit about you. And that's your branding. But, and, and look what it does though. It puts a smile on your face. Yeah. For those receiving it, those seeing it. And it's also a welcome distraction, you know? Mm. It's a welcome distraction. But obviously, we're not trying to be distractions in that kind of a way, but we are trying to remind people to laugh. We are trying to remind people to say, hey, you're going to be okay. Yeah. And you, yeah, you can that's your value. Mm. Like some people. Maybe that is. Some people don't, right? Like Alex Jones, for example, the um, the man who. I hate this. Emmanuel, that's it. Sorry, not media. Oh, Eman- no, you're right. It is Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Um, like Alex Jones, he was a podcaster. He built an entire company off of conspiracy theories. Mm. So like he actually doesn't exist in that realm where he's like, I, it's going to be okay. He's like, the world is under. And he made hundreds of millions of dollars doing it. So it's like, you can, obviously his values are fucked. We hate him. He actually just like lost a lawsuit. Thank God he has to pay out like tens of millions of dollars to, parents who whatever he's horrible the point is you get to decide your values right for good or for bad so like I love that that's a choice because I think I personally have a lot of clients who like really are afraid that they're bad people and I don't know if like you experience that but they're like I'm secretly horrible and everyone else is good and I'm like I think the fact that you're worried about being a bad person like bad people never care so I'm like that kind of negates that's, that you're that's fine right there that you're okay. <laughs> right, like, you're welcome. You're actually not a bad person. Um, because you get to choose because it's your business. You get to choose what you stand for. And if that needs to shift because you're like, oh, I've grown or I don't believe that anymore. I don't want to stand for that anymore. Or um, whatever, like you can do that and it's okay. And that part, it's okay. Like when you said, um, you said it earlier when you, so on your website, you literally push people away. And I think we both talked about it in conversation. Mm-hmm. How freeing is that? Oh my God. You know, when you can tell somebody, <laughs> no, I don't think this is for you. That's so nice. It's so freeing. And I, I actually find it ends up with a better relationship too, yes. because you're, you're saving them the trouble. You're yeah. saving you the trouble and the resentment and the energetic, like, that happens, but you're also saying, Hey, this person may be a better fit for you. Yeah. So and then they're it, literally happy. Yeah. And it lets them know that you're not always about the money aspect. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. we need that money, <laughs> but sure. it's not always, you know what I mean? It's showing that your, I don't, your integrity level yeah. runs higher. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I was just going to say, like, I never need money so bad that I'm taking on a client who especially in the therapy realm, like I'm one of the consequences of taking on the wrong person is that I actually could harm them. Yes. Because if I'm the wrong person for them and they take that personally, Mm. because I'm being selfish. Yeah. I need the money. I need like, I'll just go get a job, like Mm -hmm. not a problem, Mm -hmm. but to, to be okay with unintentionally causing someone harm or to mm. be okay with, well, it would be intentional because I would have made that choice. Like with stalling their progress, their growth, their desires, that's not okay. And that's what happens when you take on the wrong client and really 
like standing in your integrity, standing in your values, but also really good branding because it's automatically going to repel people like that. It also prevents that from happening. Mm, that part. Because they're automatically not going to contact you. Yeah. So it like pre-qualifies your leads for you, which is awesome. Like you yeah. do the work once or a couple of times, like really get your branding. Because that takes time, right? You know that. I was just about to say, it, it does take time to understand what it is that you actually do want to share with yeah. the masses, share with your audience, your prospects, all that kind of stuff. But and that's another thing as well. Allow yourself the time. Don't rush it. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, get yourself out there. Don't use it to hold your back. You know, mm-hmm. it's almost like when you're like posting or anything on social media, just start sharing what your beliefs are. Mm-hmm. Just start sharing what your values are about. Yeah. And then you're going to start seeing all the right people coming to you because mm-hmm. those are the people who are resonating and engaging with you. Right. And we just add as well, it does not matter the amount of um, followers that you have. What does matter is how many people are actually engaging with your posts. Mm-hmm. That's what you need to be mindful of. Yeah. And yeah. And I think there's something to be said about that. You know, we've got to just be mindful of that. Though. Just start yeah. with what it is that you know. And then the rest will come. So two questions. One that I wanted to ask, and then we get on other topics that are also amazing. One, (laughs) what is the biggest lesson you've learned in business so far? Mm. And two, if people were going to start thinking about um, styling their house, their, their brand house, their business house, their personal house. Yeah. Where do people even start? Mm. Pick which one you want to answer first. Doesn't matter. Okay, so the one that I remember <laughs> right now, <laughs> you might need to refresh my memory. Um, so if, let's start with the first one. Okay. I'm going to say with the whole idea of understanding what what's happened to me, I guess, in my journey, if somebody is wanting to come into the space of entrepreneurship or being a business owner, for me... I became a business owner without realizing I was a business owner. So I said, it wasn't until um, 2019 where I actually officially registered my business. And that's like 15 years in. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because for for me, I was just a freelancer and I just wanted to make freelancing work better for myself. But But we didn't understand the entirety of my question. Mm -hmm. When you put it out there to God, the universe, whatever it is you believe in, be prepared to receive what is coming at you because you've asked uh-huh. the question now, you know? So the minute I did that was the minute I started dropping my guard. And in business, you have to drop your guard. Yeah. You also have to be mindful of what you know is more than enough to help mm-hmm. that next person. Good and then equally, the other thing as well, allow yourself the opportunity, and I've just actually been talking about this um, today as well. So we've been doing a bit of promoing for our event um, for the basically myself and the co-founders. We have an event coming up at the end of the year. Nice. And it's called Rain Like a Queen. Little shameless plug. Um, but Rain Like a Girl, Queen. Plug it. Plug it. Like plugging it all. Damn it. Talk about it. <laughs> but at Rain Like a Queen, this is where we literally empower and encourage and uplift people, women in business, female entrepreneurs. Sorry, my men, but we still share that same message with all of you Love guys. You, you're not invited. Love you, but yes, yeah, sorry. However, <laughs> please invite your ladies. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um. But no, this is where we literally share in that space of awareness and building your awareness, but equally learning to celebrate you. 
celebrate what you're about, celebrate your why, celebrate who it is that you are, increase your visibility, you know, the many, many ways that you can go about that. We're going to actually be sharing some really cool tips on that. But equally, we've got some amazing speakers. So if, for example, Amanda, you want to come on over to the UK, you want to come on over. Yeah, come on, speak. Girl, but- don't tempt me. because I want to travel so much more this year oh amazing that was one of my like um like vision board goals yeah like travel more yeah so like yeah if you weren't inviting me don't come to me I will be there (laughs) (laughs) if you just play in you better rescind it now because (laughs) I won't go but no but you know to that point though I, I obviously we digress as always (laughs) <laughs> the idea of this event is to help women in business in particular, or even those who are about thinking about starting a new business, to understand mm-hmm. what their visibility is, number one, but two, the many, many ways as to how they can go ahead and elevate themselves with that visibility, mm-hmm. boost their awareness, boost their idea of what it is that they can do, equally can help that next person. Because yeah. a lot of the times, you know, going off the back of that Indeed campaign, sometimes women don't value themselves enough. We're just going to say that. Girl, right? sometimes. Still, today. In what do you mean sometimes? I've never met a woman with the, um, half the confidence of a mediocre man. I'm just going to say white man. Yeah. Like. That and it's a true it's and I want people to think about who benefits from that because it's not women. Mm-hmm. Women don't benefit from discounting ourselves. No, yeah, yeah. And can I just add as well? So this particular event, um, event sorry, is not about we're coming to in a space to burn our bras and you know stamp around the fire. No, and it's just not it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's literally about elevating you, ele- mm-hmm. elevating your your whole being in the sense where we always talk about um, when we talk about the event, we talk, we call it a 360 experience because it's not just about what you learn. It's not just about what you're hearing or seeing. It's about what you're feeling as well. Yes. Because when you're in a live and in-person event, especially like this, to feel that energy, which is absolutely amazing. And equally it, it helps to empower you to keep going and keeps mm-hmm. you motivated to keep going even beyond that event. You know, how many times have you been to an event? You're like, oh, that was cool. That was all right. Now let me go back <laughs> yeah. to doing what I was doing. Yeah. But at this event, you get to feel all of it, experience all of it and hear yeah. all of it. and still Which is one it. of the keys too. like if you're just if you're thinking something and leaving your body behind, mm. like you have to have the embodiment. That's one of the huge practices of manifestation is like visualize what you want, dream about what you want, plan about what you want but feel as if you already have those things. And it's like when you lock in the embodiment piece, Mm. oh, you want to talk about receiving. It's like time collapses for you. It's bananas. Yeah. It, it, that's what changes up the game. Mm -hmm. We're going to have to have like a whole separate conversation on that. I think so. My goodness me. So, um, so yes, long and short, that was my first answer. (laughs) Um, Just receive it. Thank you very much. Long and short, receive it, drop your guard let it go mm-hmm. and whatever that it is and can I yeah. just say so even as a public speaker as well there's been times where in training when I've actually been in training myself I remember one of my mentors was saying whoa Tan are you over that situation you just t- spoke about and I'm like of course I am what are you talking about he goes well uh I'm gonna ask you one more time 
Are you and you're like, I'm going to go in the back and cry. Yes. Okay. I just want to cry. And just, <laughs> I, tell you, I, I probably sped a little bit too fast on my way home that day. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, that really annoyed the hell. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I actually am sad about oh, that. Gosh. And maybe I'm not over it. <laughs> yeah. But I'm totally over it. And you're like, face is beat red. It's fine. But what I'm trying to say is, your past will crop up every now and then in your future. So what are you going to do to make sure that you move past it mm -hmm. or equally allow it to not affect those who you're serving? Because okay. they're also going to see it, mm -hmm. you know? And I'm not trying to say mask over it. We don't believe in that. Like what you said no. before, you've got to find what the reason why is, right? So if you don't find out what that reason why is, sometimes I know it will take time. Business is literally a journey. It is not a smooth journey for one. Let's get that you know yeah. <laughs> yeah out of the way Thinking from a fire hose while in the ocean hello my goodness but it's a rewarding one you know yeah oh, but yeah. it's just understanding what it is that you want to do and why and more importantly you want to mm -hmm. do it so like for me my reason why is because I want to help others to see that they are more than what they see you know and that lends itself to branding. It lends itself to all of my other little elements that I'm doing yeah. within the Queens and Business Club. It, it lends itself to any time I do a bit of training, um, any time I'm on stage talking, mm -hmm. that message will always come out. And it took me a while to figure out what that actually was for me. It wasn't yeah. an overnight thing, no. But it takes time because, like, it gets refined and refined and refined, right? So it's like the first time, I don't know why my brain is going, the first time that you make, um, like a meal. So I made, um, I'm Cuban. So I made for the first time, like a real Cuban dish. Um, mm. and I made chicken fricassee, which apparently is also like a French thing. Yeah. I made the Cuban way because Cuban and it wasn't right. It was good. Like it was, it wasn't bad. I was like, okay, holla. Um, but it wasn't like my aunt makes it. Yes. And I was like, man, this like, it was okay, but it wasn't really good. And I was like, beating myself up for it which like that's makes no sense but okay and I was like Amanda your aunt um has cooked she's like 80 literally and she's I'm like she has cooked since she was yeah yeah that part nine ten years old so I'm like she's literally <laughs> has a 70 year head start <laughs> on her fricassee and I'm like okay well that makes me feel better so it's like understanding that like people who are who you think are have like such a great message. It also took them time to refine it and to play with things and to experiment and to land where they land now. And I think that's just a good reminder, like where you are now and where you are five years from now, after you start refining things or six months from now is going to be different. As long as you keep going, like the only guarantee that you never get better is if you quit. Yes. So why and would you to add to add to your point? Don't ever quit. Just take a rest if you need to. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. You know, like, don't ever quit. Breaks to you. Mm. Because, you know, it's tiring. This stuff is tiring. Oh. <laughs> Mentally, yep. physically, you know, it, you get a little bit of brain fatigue, you know, mind fatigue, yep. however you want to say it. You get it. But give yourself a break. Mm -hmm. And then like, literally, on. also, don't be so hard on yourself. And that part. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I love Yeah. Um, so finally, so wrapping up your, so your second question, this is where I forgot your second question already. Yeah, yeah. Somebody I can remind. coming into the space, mm -hmm. into the idea of entrepreneurship. Yeah. 
So I would say, number one, if you are in full-time employment, do not quit your full-time employment and go straight into entrepreneurship. Right. Please do not do that. Um, especially if you feel that you can actually stick it out a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Allow yourself the time to, it needs to be able to, um, I guess, boost your awareness, boost yeah. what your cause is, your brand, just a little bit more before you, you end your full-time yeah. contract. Yeah. Like give yourself time without the pressure is kind yes. of what you're exactly. saying yeah exactly that you let um, your bills be paid yes it, yeah that part Thank exactly you. that your finances need to be <laughs> be okay yeah. and Don't there's nothing wrong with like up. with building it slowly over time like okay so it takes you six months it took me I think a year and a half before I matched my um income from I was working at a clinic at the time it took me a year and a half. And then by the time I was ready to step out, I think I was actually making double like what I made per month. Yeah. But that took me a year and a half. And for that year and a half, there was no stress because all of my bills were paid. I mean, I was in a really shitty marriage at the time. So like that was really stressful. But like job wise, I was fine because <laughs> my bills were paid. So yeah. like I could build, I could experiment, I could play without the pressure of like, it has to work tomorrow, which can put us in spaces where we don't, that don't serve us. No. So and your advice is spot on. Keep yeah. your job if you have one. And if you can't, which like most of the time, honestly, you can. Yeah. You just yeah. want to leave because you want to leave. Yeah. Because you're frustrated with the whole community right. aspect in within right. the job. I get it. <laughs> don't believe you me. I get it. Right. But <laughs> if you can help not leaving just yet, just allow mm-hmm. yourself to the breathing space that you're going to need financially, obviously. Yeah. And, and sort of caveat that though, there is never a right time to leave your work. Yeah. Um, fair. You do have to know when it's just right for you. Right. Yeah. But you know, to the, and then on the other side of things, if you are starting out, go for it. Mm-hmm. Allow yourself to before, actually, before you actually literally get out there. Right. Yeah. Just get a blank piece of paper. This is what I always say. Get a blank piece of paper and literally brain dump on this paper everything that you want from your business idea, from your whatever it is that you're doing, your product, your service, whatever that may be for yourself. Put it all onto this big piece of paper and just go for it. Allow yourself to dream even more so. Because when you do that, you get rid of all the boundaries, you get rid of the what is, you get rid of what, yeah, but no, such and such told me that, that this may not work. Forget them. Right. For the time yeah. you forget them, you got to silence that noise. Remember I said, sometimes your answer is in the quiet. This is where you got to listen to that quiet and just allow it to just come out onto this bit of paper. And funnily enough, I'm actually going to be doing this exercise again um, in a few days' time because I need to reevaluate a few things, you know? Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with being able to do that. But when you can do that, your answers are going to start coming out on this bit of paper. And when I say paper, I'm talking about big poster size. Just go for it. Yeah. You need a few sheets, then go go to a few sheets, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you can help it, don't put it in a book. I'm actually going to say that part. And reason oh. being, only because... It's really cool seeing it all out in the open. Yeah. With so a like book, a vision board for your business. A vision board for your business. That's exactly what I've been trying to say all these years. <laughs> but in short, it's literally You're like welcome. a vision board. Thank you very much for your business. <laughs> exactly that. You know, what is yeah. that for your business? Allow yourself to dream. Forget the boundaries just for that moment. Mm. Get out what you need to get out. Establish what it is. 
think about once you've gotten all your answers onto this bit of page, mm-hmm. this bit of paper, you're going to start understanding what your values are, mm-hmm. what it is that you want for, for your customers, your clients, equally what you want from it. Yeah. You're going to find that out. You know, it's almost like doing, I guess, what's known as the SWOT analysis. You know, do you know what that? So when I talk about SWOT, I know analysis, it, but I can't think of it. Strengths, yeah. weaknesses. Strengths, weaknesses. No, this is where I'm going to test myself now. Strengths. <laughs> weaknesses objectives swat i love when we sing when we don't know something what? it's such a weird human thing Why that we do, do that? Objectives. and i cannot remember the this is this is great entrepreneurship know what you're about to say <laughs> you're like a swat analysis can't tell you what it is but you should win that part. look up what a SWOT, swat analysis is and learn how I'm to gonna say look it up because yes. i don't know Strengths, weaknesses. I thought it was SWAT, like you, like a SWAT team. A. What's the A in the T? Hang on, I got you. I've, I've literally got. No, a... it is W O T. Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats. That's yes, there you go. That's what it. Google, you know what? It, you know, we don't need to. Google is full right now. My brain is full. Right. There's a lot of campaigns that's what Google's for. to promote. So yeah. I don't have to know everything. I can Google it. It's fine. Google. Google's your best friend on many many levels. Bro. So, <laughs> Google was my first business coach. Yeah, 100%. so there oh, you go. Okay. Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. There you go. Learn what those four things are for yourself and for your business as well. Um, and then, yeah, as I said, when you're eventually building up your awareness, you, I would say do it on social media, but mm-hmm. equally understand where now that you've figured out who you it is that you want to help, figure out where they're hanging out on social media. Mm-hmm. And you're probably going to hate social media if you're not already a lover of it, <laughs> but that's okay. You got to roll with it. <laughs> yeah, go easy. Um, don't trip yourself up. And equally, what I mean by that is, on social media, just because your competitors are posting daily, do not do not think that you have to do that from the get go. Yeah, build it up slowly but surely. Think about what your manageable frequency is. I went from actually, I did it backwards. I actually went from posting daily for quite a while. Then I was like, Tan, I need to take a break. <laughs> what is going yeah. on? As much as I was scheduling things, I was like, you know, I need to reassess a few things. So now mm-hmm. I've literally started from scratch again in the sense where yeah. I'm posting once a week and then I'm going to up that and then I'm going to up that. And I'm, you know, planning yeah. my new schedule to build it and build it and build it, you know? Oh, but yeah. sometimes you have to do that again. It's sort of reassessing. Yeah. You know, and it's interesting to run it as an experiment. So not like this has to work, but like, do I really see a difference if I do it once a week versus every day? It's a trial and error situation yeah. a lot of the yeah. time, you know, but I, uh, go ahead. I was just going to say, and you will trip up. You oh my God. Yeah. Have a, a failure or two, but guess what? We're going to see. You're going to lie on the floor and cry. It's fine. You're, yeah. Exactly. Your failures are going to become your lessons. Yeah. And, and they'll become somebody else's too, which I think is yeah. the really beautiful part about like sharing your story is like, you may be like, I am the world's biggest idiot for doing this, but somebody's going to be like, Oh, I don't feel so dumb. Yeah. So like, you so I alone. go ahead. I was going to say you, sometimes people feel alone with what they're doing. Yeah but you get to share your story and you get to help them to understand that they're not alone in that journey. Yeah. 
and that you came if you can come out of it so can they you know it's, it's seeing that part like a story right. is super powerful but there were times so i literally just did a video um so i also have a youtube channel by the way um the teenage oh. Science group limited and that was talking about the importance of having a brand story Mm-hmm. It is super important to have it because people get to understand that oh they get it right they get my pain yeah. or struggle right now because yeah. because of that you know and equally it builds on that whole no like and trust factor as well because of that mm-hmm. that commonality ground right yeah. and it's like the thing it is probably the things that you're most ashamed of like mm-hmm. that people will resonate with the hardest and it's just like yes yeah oh this is scary but then people really resonate with it and I think that's I think that's a very human thing too is like yeah to see to see a reflection in somebody else's darkness Mm. is like such a human thing yeah and if you can get it right not that you're like a lot of people get this wrong where they're like sobbing on Instagram and it's like yeah to that point be above your problem if that makes sense and yeah right like have you dealt with it yet? <laughs> Feel it, then share it. Don't you like share in it. the yeah. Don't be in it and then sharing it like that is not appropriate. Hmm. Um, but it is like I I have found that to be true for me. Like the things that I really have been have a lot of shame around have been so helpful, especially if you're in a position of authority. Which like if you are the person running the business than you are right so it just says like all authorities yeah right you don't have to know everything you don't have to be perfect like it's okay you can be human too I'm human too this is one of the reasons that I can help you mm-hmm. it's because we've been there so yeah I love that mm-hmm. and I like what you said earlier too about like figuring out what you want your business to do for you I've actually never thought about that mm-hmm you know, like in terms of like, oh, I want like my own schedule and I want to work. Oh, well, maybe I have thought about it. I'm like, I want literally I work from my farm because I want to hang out with my dog all day. Like, but and not a joke. to me, that gives a sense of you want freedom to do, oh, yeah. to be you and to yeah. live like you. Do you know what I mean? Not yeah, to yeah. For, for another community or another um, conglomerate. Is that the right word? Sure. Another business. Yeah. yeah. And I think people can do that with their like personal life too. And I have people do that all the time. And I actually find people struggle to dream because mm. it takes a certain amount of like internal safety. Yes. Cause if you've always been in survival mode, like you literally don't have the space. So it's something that I walk almost every single one of my therapy clients through. And it's one of the hardest exercises I have them do. And mm. I say, what do you want out of life? And they like deer in the headlights, look at me and they're like, what do you mean? <laughs> I've ne- they literally say, I've never thought about it. I've never thought about it. Yeah. And especially if you have a trauma history, they say, I never thought I would make it this far. Mm. Okay. Well, now that you're here, guess what you have? What do you yeah. want? Yeah. What do you want? And it's the most empowering exercise. Cause they're like terrified to do it. Right. What if I put it on paper? What if it doesn't work? Then I'm a failure. What does it mean about me? Blah, blah, blah. Mm. Um, and then I say, okay, if what you're doing, mm-hmm. the choices that you make don't align with that, why are we making those choices and how can we make a choice that's more in alignment? And we can do that with jobs, right? So like not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur, but you can do it with jobs too. What do you want out of a job? So I actually start with that. Um, I have a lot of people who are like, well, I don't know what job I want. And I'm like, you don't have to like, 
what characteristics do you want in a job? And then we'll just look for something that fits that. Like you don't have to know the exact job that you want. You don't have to know the exact place you want to live, yes. the exact partner that you want, the exact business that you want. It's enough to say, what do I want from it? What type of things do I want to do? What type of things do I want to get out of it? And then just follow that. And eventually you'll land in the right spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, that sounds like where you want people to start is like, what do you want? Which is its mm-hmm. own. People have to get over their own shit just to even declare what they want. And I love that too. Cause then the universe is always listening. Right. And she's like, yeah. what? I'm going to start. Oh, now you're right. Let's, let's do this. Let me just throw it. Right. And like your hands have, and <laughs> right. And your hands have to be open and you have to receive and you have to be brave and you have to know what you stand for. So like, it's just everything that we talked about today. Yeah. Just weaves into that so well. Yeah. You know when you're ready as well, because you would have had that last Mm. time, that last person who said what they said tipped you Mm. over. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? You're like, I'm gonna murder everyone in here. Right. So this is my that's your point. (laughs) That's your point. Don't don't do the actual deed, but please just know that that is your point that you know that now is the time to go and do it. Yeah. And I I often find, and I don't know for you, do you work with a lot of new entrepreneurs or like seasoned? Some of the majority of them are seasoned. Majority of them are seasoned. In the beginning, it was new, but now I've sort of changed up my avatar and stuff like that. It's totally different to work with them. Uh Like seasoned versus new. I actually prefer mostly seasoned, like a couple years in. New, I'm like, oh, there's just too much that you have to learn. And I'm not the person for you for that. Like, I don't have the patience. I'm like, I need you to know like a good amount of shit. (laughs) I was saying we don't have enough time. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, I need you to hire me for a year. Like, there's too much. No, I prefer season. But if you're super new and you just really love me and want to work with me, like Holly, you know, just get at me. But there was somewhere I was going to go with that. I don't remember. I completely lost the train of thought. So never mind. But no, you're right in the sense where it's sometimes. I guess with both sides, there are challenges, right? The oh, sure. is because it's a, a foreign sort of thing for them. So they're like, mm-hmm. they don't quite get what it is. Well, the learning to... curve is so steep. Learning curve, yes. Like literally yes. drinking from a fire hose. Mm-hmm. And it's yes. like, I'm just not the person who has the patience for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? That's just like against the wall, like being like, Whoa. The and then with seasoned, it's like, yeah, but we get it. But you know, I don't know if right now is the right time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then but to my point, to my, sorry, to my response to that is always, mm-hmm. if now isn't the right time, when is going to be the right time? Because you've been yeah. doing X, Y, and Z for so long. And for whatever mm-hmm. reason, that has now not worked for you. So now what is your next thing? If you leave from me yeah. today, after speaking with me today, and you think to yourself, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna go away and think about it. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and do that, but I'm not gonna be there to answer your questions. Number one. Okay. Two, if you're going to leave this conversation, what is your next move gonna be? I wanna know right now. Yeah. What is well, your next move? Otherwise, you're hating it. Back again. We're not about drifting backwards. If you can help it, don't drift backwards. And I think too, like something being the right time is a decision. Mm-hmm. Like it's literally just decide. Like I was talking to yes. a friend about this yesterday. I feel like we had this conversation a lot where I'm like, you have to decide whatever belief helps you the most. If that is 
that it's the right time, that it's not the right time, that this is going to work, that I don't know why you would decide something isn't going to work. That makes no sense. But it's like, just decide it. That's literally a decision. Like, this is the right time. Okay, great. Then just act as if that's true. And it's like, this conversation is just so good. I could talk to you forever. Yes, I know. But we I don't want to monopolize your day. So no, thank you. Thank you. But no, I, I say we have this uh, part two <laughs> at some point. No, literally, I'm yeah. already like, love you. Want it. I will stalk you forever. Um, <laughs> how do people find you? If they're oh, like, <laughs> you are, you are my girl. I want to be in your world. I want to be in your ecosystem. Like, uh, how do people find you? So um, you can follow me at TNG Creates. That's T for Tango, N for November, G for Golf, Creates, C-R-E-A-T-E-S, on Instagram, on Facebook, um, I would say on TikTok, but can you please give me a good, like, month while I get that up and running properly? <laughs> but that is oh, coming. That was the right time. <laughs> <laughs> There's really nothing on there. You'll probably just see, like, a, a little silhouette of a, of a person. Um, I'm on um, LinkedIn, obviously, as Tanya Grant. Um, and you'll find me with my face going like this. <laughs> just like, mm, and it's really? precious. Really? You know? Yeah, that's that. the one on Instagram. And it is precious. <laughs> oh, I love your voice, then, too, by the way. Oh, thank you very much. Do you know, I used to have quite an issue with my voice, thinking that I used to sound like a child. But then you get over yourself, and then you just keep going. It's so weird, because I don't think that at all. Good. <laughs> I used to, I guess maybe over time and where I use my voice a lot more, it's probably seasoned a little bit more, but. Maybe, but also maybe it was always like that. And it's like weird beliefs just get implanted. Why is that? Why is that? Brains are weird. Like I, over time, it's learning to have to switch up your language when you talk about yourself mm-hmm. as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so yeah, I, I talk to myself a whole lot better now <laughs> about my voice. Well, but that matters too. Yeah. Being like not being such an asshole to yourself is. Well, there you go. There you go. Super and turns out. the final thing I wanted to just share with your audience <laughs> as well. So off the back of what I, you know, the way how I help my clients and so forth and what we've just been speaking about here, I, you know, you talked about the whole, um, the pumpkin plan. Um, mm-hmm. So my, I guess my, ethos if you like or my principles that I came up with I came up with six really cool I say six there we go there's six the numbers um principles that have helped not only myself to elevate within my own brand but equally my clients as well and again even these principles have evolved you know and there's one in particular I now call it perception where it used to be the physiology but it's understanding the idea of you because this is where it begins. It begins with you. So yeah. what are you about? What's your vision, your purpose, your values? What are those things? I always call them the brand power of three because you need those to help boost what it is you're doing. If you don't start there, then the remaining principles and anything else that comes from it, it's going to fall flat and yeah. it's not going to work because it's not congruent to who you are. So I'd love to share that guide with your fan, with your fans, with your community. Yeah. And literally you can find it on TNG Designs. So T for Tango, N for November, G for Golf, D-E-S-I-G-N-S dot co.uk forward slash ebook. So that's E-B-O-O-K. So yeah. And I'd love to share that with everybody because it's super cool things to think about, you know? 
I don't like giving the whole game away, but at the same time, it gives you enough to make sure that you go ahead and think about your brand in a hell of a lot better kind of a way. But um, but yeah, and equally, I always have um, complimentary strategy sessions that I do give out. But on that call, we're making changes. I'm not about having a little cool conversation with you. I'm making sure that you're on this yeah. call for a very, very good reason. And when I say changes, it's, it's going to be a change for your business, for what it is that you stand for, for what it is that you do. So, yeah. And that's about it in a nutshell. You know, one or two things. <laughs> I love it. I, this has been ah, this has been so good. 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 Like, I want people to save this episode and, like, go back and listen to it because I think it's going to take a couple times, like, marinate on because we touched on so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're just You've got to let let it marinate. You've got to yeah. let it marinate. Absolutely. Mm. When you decide to like let it marinate. Yeah. yeah. Love. So if people forget everything you say and that yeah. I said, even <laughs> though it's all brilliant, so please don't do that. Um, what do you want people to remember? Let go and go for it. You're so good. You're just so good. Like, thank you so much. No worries at all. Thank you for having me. It's been really yeah, cool. This Loving this yeah. conversation. So, We're yeah. friends now. Oh, thank you. Yeah. We're friends now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fam. So tngdesigns.co.uk. That's right. Forward slash ebook. Mm-hmm. And then and TNG creates on Instagram. Instagram and Facebook as well and also I am on YouTube as well and it's literally the TNG Designs Group Limited and you'll find me there so if they want to find you they can we'll have all that in the notes anyway. I'm around do you know what I'm saying <laughs> I'm you can find me yeah. Google Google me See, my family makes fun of me because I'm like super super quick to Google things but I'm like I have the entirety of human knowledge in my pocket so if I don't know something I want the answer to a question. Google will take it far. That's all I'm saying. Google Google some good um, data. (laughs) If you've got data or a bit of wireless wireless connection, it will take you far. Yeah, Yeah, for real. (laughs) But when you want to actually go farther, then you would hire an expert. Absolutely. Beautiful. Thank you so much. You are a doll. Thank you so much for having me, Amanda.